1: to Essential NPCs, the podcast where we sample some of the best,
0: and possibly some of the worst,
1: tabletop RPGs. I'm Tommy.
0: And I'm Addy.
1: And you're listening to Series 2, Episode 2, with strings attached.
0: So, Series 2, I feel like it's going well.
1: It's going well so far, and we've only released one episode. Uh... We want to thank everyone who's uh, been listening so far. It seems like a bunch of our old listeners from Series 1 continued through to give Shadowrun a try, which we appreciate. And uh, we also picked up a whole bunch uh, of new uh, listeners. And welcome to all of you. Uh, Hopefully you went back and listened to Series 1 to kind of uh, keep you entertained until Series 2 started. And um, let's, uh, let's start this thing off with some announcements. I believe we have a few.
0: The first thing is is that we are so thankful for all of you guys getting involved and, and joining us on our social media. And so in celebration for our um, the Dragon's Den, the last episode, getting 200 listens in under a week. Under 48 hours. Under 48 hours. We uh, gave out some freebies for you. We made a cyber deck for you guys uh, because you guys... Um, saw a picture that I took of my cyberdeck for mouse uh and it kind of went crazy I got a whole bunch of uh Twitter direct messages and uh so we made that file for you and um you can find that on our website in our extras section along with some cell phone wallpapers of the uh characters from the First series of Dungeons and Dragons. So you can get your Krethlin, Bankard, Oberon, or Dairin fix every day while you look at your phone.
1: <laughs> yeah, that cyber deck is great. Uh, I designed that uh, a while ago when I first started out Shadowrun. I realized there was no cyber deck assistance uh whether it be a mobile device or just something you could print out anything that helped you keep track of your deck which is crazy because in Shadowrun, as a hacker like your deck is ever changing you're always moving around you're like if, yeah matrix if, attributes slotting in different programs stuff like that
0: when all of the players who sit around the table with me saw me just like all the time just switching stuff around they're like you are always doing something <laughs> and that is Totally because I have that deck to mess with. And
1: that's the strength of a the deckers. They're always adapting to match the new situation in the matrix. Um, so yeah, I, there is, I will say that there are a couple like Android only, uh, cyber deck helpers, uh, that are mobile downloads. Um, I haven't tested them out because I don't have an Android. So uh, I just went on Photoshop and made this deck with all these programs, printed it out, had a friend of mine laminate it. And, you know, I've been using it every time I play a decker ever since. And I, you know, loaned it to you for the, uh, uh, for the podcast. And then you just kind of snapped a picture of it and people went crazy. Uh, And so we hope you guys uh, download that and enjoy it. It uh, can be really helpful when you're playing.
0: Another place that you can find wallpapers um, for your mobile devices uh, is on our Patreon exclusive feed. Um, hey, guess guess what, guys? We have a Patreon. <laughs> Patreon.com slash essential
1: NPCs. Uh,
0: we touched on this a little last week um, when we launched our Patreon. We created a Patreon because we have a lot of people asking us for extra content. Um, and we want to be able to provide that. And Patreon uh, gives the podcast the independent financial ability to do that. Uh, so we're, regardless of our financial situation, uh, the podcast can continue.
1: Uh, so, yeah, check that out. <laughs> we got some really cool rewards for uh, our patrons. Um, and there will be the Patreon-only feed. Um, and you can get cool stuff like the Series 2 mobile wallpaper downloads. Long before they hit our website. Um, and while you're checking out our Patreon, uh, go ahead and like us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and follow us on iTunes. Don't forget to subscribe. We we love knowing that people are listening, uh, and it helps us promote the podcast when we have uh, more subscribers and more followers.
0: So, let's get down to it. Uh, it's time for Words with the GM. Hello. So every time I run uh, a first session with a new group, um, regardless of system, I am always um, surprised on how things go, even at the very beginning, as you all know my mantra of the players will never do what you want or think they (laughs) will. um, Did this episode uh, go with pretty much how you thought it was going to?
1: Um, Well, I will say that Shadowrun, while being an extremely dense and difficult to learn system one of its strengths as far as uh the gm standpoint is that uh you're creating a job for them to do and so you kind of set these parameters for the session like right off the bat when they accept the job like you very very like in other systems you have to like hint at plot hooks and be like oh maybe you guys should go investigate What's going on with this drunkard over here, you know? But, like, no one's asking you to go talk to that guy. Mm -hmm. Whereas in Shadowrun, someone specifically goes, hey, go do this and I'll give you money. (laughs) And you go, okay, cool. And so, like, you get set on a path pretty quickly. Um, So it is nice because uh, you can kind of predict certain things. You may not be able to predict how the team is going to complete the job or how they're going to attempt to tackle the job uh, but you can at least predict that they will do the job <laughs> one way or the other. Uh, so you kind of like set that, you, you kind of just like think about how the pieces of the, the job are going to lay out regardless of player intervention and then just kind of let the players do whatever they want and react to them. Uh, I don't think I was, uh, really throwing that many curveballs from you guys. Uh, you, it was a lot of, uh, party interplay and getting to know each other, uh, getting to really like learn who these characters were and how they would work together. Um, the only thing, and I, I feel like I'm kind of giving away my secrets here, uh, was that I knew I wanted you guys to end up at the Dragon's Den, but I didn't really build out exactly what that venue was. I knew it was a bar or a club or something like that, but I hadn't really thought about it. I, was, I just knew that Victor went to a place called the Dragon's Den and you guys were going to be able to pick up the thread of where he went from there. Uh, and you guys kind of zeroed in on uh, the music posters in his apartment. And I was immediately like, yeah, sure. Dragon's Den totally is a music venue. And he went there for like a, you know, a fun like concert. And that's uh, kind of a big element of my GMing style is that I will come up with certain waypoints and uh, plot elements that I want you guys to interact with. And I will vaguely connect them in my head, but try not to make too many of them fully concrete until the moment of the session so that I can adapt those ideas to fit them in uh, on the fly.
0: That's very different from how I do things.
1: Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we've talked about this before uh, off mic, which is that uh, you you build out the world in a very specific way. Everything, um, all of the story elements in your games are uh, very pre-planned and uh, solid, the world exists already in your head. Whereas mine is more amorphous and ready to adapt to player interaction, uh, for better or worse.
0: <laughs> yeah. If, if players take a left turn, it's hard for me to, to adapt and get them back where I want them to be. So I let them go wherever, cause the world is happening around, right, right. Uh, regardless of what the players do, the world is happening. Whereas you, I feel like your style allows, um, what's happening to happen to the players every time.
1: Right. And, and so yours, you end up with a, what I think is a, as a much more developed world. Uh, your world building skills are top notch. Uh,
0: Oh, you're making me blush.
1: Whereas my world building skills are a little bit weaker. So instead I kind of do a reactionary thing where I kind of, uh, find find a way to tie these elements into what the players are trying to do mm-hmm. uh within reason. Uh you got to make sure that if they do something you think is stupid, <laughs> you don't just like go, "Oh, well sure, the dragon's den is in California where you guys went <laughs> for some stupid reason."
0: <laughs> so, the time has come. What was your favorite part of this episode?
1: Oh, um as I mentioned in the post-game chatter, for series one, uh, I'm typically the bad guy when it comes to uh, recording because I'm the editor. And one of the things I try to uh, stop people from doing is talking over each other. Because it, it if one thing in, an, in a podcast, if everyone talks over each other, a lot of times you can't hear what any one of them is saying. And so important stuff gets left behind. And also if, for whatever reason, what one of those people is saying is something that I think doesn't really need to be in the podcast... Uh, like they're just making a joke or something, then I can't cut around it if something that another person is saying is very important, like what their role was or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, in this episode, my favorite part was a part where everyone was talking over each other. Uh, it was the part when you guys were all in the limo and it was uh, it was when Bumbles joined you guys. Mm-hmm. And there's just this perfect moment where Bumbles like climbs in the front with Mouse and then starts like, Screw, uh, unscrewing the dashboard of the limo and just like there's the, the perfect comedic moment where everyone's talking over each other being like oh no wait no oh is that really a good idea I don't think that's a good idea oh oh, I guess it's just hack the limo day wait what's he he's hacking the limo I'm not hacking the limo I just want to look inside I don't really think that's a good idea I just want to look <laughs> like, like all of these like all of these things being said over each other just in the right moment for like the perfect like comedic moment where you just see like the dysfunction of this group as they're getting to know each other which is one of the things I love about shadow run is when you do get a bunch of runners who haven't met each other. Uh, it's like super dysfunctional at first because you have these like weird personalities cause no one normal shadow runs, <laughs> no normal people choose that as a profession. So you always have these weird personalities that, uh, interplay in really, really interesting ways as they learn to work together in a professional setting.
0: Well, that was going to be my favorite moment. Yeah.
1: <laughs> do you have a second favorite moment?
0: Uh, I do, actually. Um, I was still um, uh, getting over uh, the flu slashes <laughs> in my voice slash bronchitis.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mouse mouse had a little bit of a, a raspiness to her, her voice.
0: And um, so uh, Doc is like, you're going on a shadow run. <laughs> well, you're, you're sick. Here, take your medicine. I don't want it. Like that whole exchange was really fun and totally just like shows the sort of like weird normalcy that mouse has with doc and and nothing about that is normal but somehow (laughs) they've just created like this weird dysfunctional functional family it was great oh well do you have the auto injector full Do you have ammo in your gun like that
1: kind of thing she doesn't have a gun but
0: yeah but i think it was nice i think it was a nice moment character moment for the two of them yeah and with that, I think that uh, we can wrap this up and get on to the episode.
1: All right. Series two, episode two, with strings attached.
0: Enjoy. Hi, I'm Mouse. I would tell you all about me, except I don't remember it. The first thing I can remember is waking up in Doc's clinic a year and a half ago. Doc's a big, scary-looking troll, but he saved me from dying that night and took me in. Really, he's a big softie. I mean, he's not soft, but he's nice. And since he took me in, he's kind of felt like my dad, if I had a dad, which I don't, I don't think. But I do have a little sister, Sierra, and that's where things get complicated. I didn't even know she existed until Doc brought her to the clinic. He told me that a man died to save her from wherever she was and that we had to hide her away. It cost a lot of money that I didn't have, and I'm pretty sure that Doc called in a lot of favors to make her safe. I've always owed Doc for making me a part of his family, but now I owe him a lot more. I wasn't sure how I was going to pay him back until recently. That's when I found out about the Matrix. And I just get it. It's so fun to go in and fly around and break the rules, and apparently that's what makes a good Decker. And I'm a really good Decker. So now I've got a way to pay Doc back for saving me and Sierra by shadow running. He isn't too happy about it, but he would never tell me what I can't do. And even though I'm bad at telling what people are thinking or feeling... I like to think that sometimes, when I come back from a successful run, he's proud of me.
2: I was born Edwin Corvo, a dryad, but you can call me by my street name, Bumbles. I spent much of my life in England evading the ire of my father. I earned it first for mum's death and childbirth, which to this day, I contend is much more his fault than mine. When I turned 18, he put me to work in his factory so he could both keep an eye on and berate me. Unfortunately for him, my attempts to upgrade the assembly line resulted in a large explosion, completely wrecking the factory. I decided to flee to the countryside where I ended up at a small university. There I made the friends I never had as a child, but presenting myself as a fellow student got out of hand and I ended up unofficially attending university for the next three years. That is until another experiment of mine went awry and I accidentally detonated the entire chemistry department. Knowing this would draw the attention of my father, I quickly left the country. My expeditious retreat put me in debt however, and I was put to work as a shadow runner to pay it off. Turns out, I'm quite the talented rigger, and folks now pay me to blow things up. I'm meeting interesting people, making friends, and acquiring more money than I could have ever dreamed of. I got my own car. I was even able to soup it up a bit. My only regret is that I didn't come to Seattle sooner.
3: Oh, um, hi. My name is Sora Motosara, but on the streets I go by cashmere. Uh, I'm a 20-year-old human living in the Bellevue neighborhood of Seattle. Uh, I grew up in Japan, tutored in magic at the insistence of my- my father a uh, higher-up at Mitsuhama Computer Technologies. Uh, it wasn't the best time, my childhood. Between my mother leaving us and uh, the rigorous magical tutoring provided by my father's company, as well as well, my father in general, at least I always had my spirits. Um, I didn't get to have any real metahuman friends growing up, but my spirits were all the friends I needed. Eventually, I wanted to take my magic and my spirits and, and test them on the streets, but my very first run went very horribly wrong and i had to leave japan but now i'm here in seattle uh, going on runs doing karaoke with my spirits uh, just living the life oh and why Kashmir? uh well it gets quite chilly at night and apparently i'm the only person in the shadows who recognizes the value of a good cardigan <laughs> their loss
4: Oi chummers, they call me Puma, not sure if it's because I'm an RC or if it has something to do with my work, nah. anyway my job is either shoot dreck, chop it up or break into it, <laughs> you'd be surprised how stealthy a big red oni can be. Now I've gone and pissed off the Vori, my former employers, so I've been keeping a low profile. A Yakuza boss I would hired to kill, Yama, is now my best friend and fixer. Long story there, mate. He's been keeping me busy, finding me work, keeping the Vori off me back. Thanks, mate. I may be on the run, but I enjoy getting to be my own man. So it's time to raise some hell and gig some hoops. Look out, Seattle. It's boomer time.
1: The last time we left the team, they met for the first time. Uh, had some interesting chats uh, in the back of a limo, um, got to know the char- each other's uh, character a little bit, and uh, met with a Johnson who uh, was a corporate lady um, working for a subsidiary of Horizon Entertainment who had essentially misplaced her son. Um, he yes, ran away from sure. home and... Uh, She needs him back because she's up for a promotion and it will not look good on her, uh, review if her son, uh, has gotten into any trouble. Um, so she has hired the team to retrieve the son so he does not besmirch the family name. Um, they followed some leads, um, realized that the kid may have gone to a, uh, a concert at a venue just outside of Toursville in Redmond. Um, they went to the venue, the dragon's den, uh, with a little bit of hacking, uh, jujitsu and, uh, some questionable, uh, con artist uh, practicing. <laughs> um, they, uh, got their way into the club on the VIP list and, uh, Stayed there for a little while unnoticed until the owner of the club, uh, who creates the VIP list, uh, realized that there was a name on the list that he did not put there. He then collected the team, uh, everyone except for Mouse, (laughs) who is in the van, safe and sound. Um, uh, So Bumbles, Cashmere, and Boomer are all being led by the owner of the club, Onyx, into his office where he said he has a proposition for them. Uh, so it's
0: a sex proposition.
1: <laughs> so you enter the uh, the office. Um, he has a, a big uh, a black metal desk uh, with a, you know pop up uh, screens, um, and he has a bunch of security feeds uh, to his right when he sits. And uh, his chair is big and black leather. Um, and there's uh, two two seater couches. Um, across from the uh, desk with a little table in between for drinks and stuff. There's some coasters there. Uh, he walks around his desk and sits in his big leather chair and gestures for you guys to sit uh, on the couches. I'll stand. Thank you.
2: I uh, I take a seat in one of the couches. And I, I say to him, uh, Mr. Norris, Usually prefers to stand. He's my bodyguard. <laughs> Keeps a watch.
1: Everything going on. Uh, he grins and Cashmere. Uh,
3: I I also take a seat. I take a seat on, on the couch next to Mister Segal.
1: <laughs> <clears throat> so uh, he he presses a button on his uh, on his desk, and uh, a part to the left of him uh, slides open, and uh, bottle. And some glasses raises up. Uh, he pours himself a drink. Doesn't pour you guys a drink. Uh, pushes the button. It slides back down. And he goes, listen, guys, like I said, you can cut the act. I don't know your names. I can, I can call you Stephen Seagal if you want. But I'm guessing that's not your name. And he takes a drink.
2: Uh, Mr. Seagal will be fine. Thank you.
1: <laughs> All right. So what? Segal Norris, what's your name? Any gestures to Kashmir. Uh, this
2: is my publicist, uh, Mr. Van Dam. <laughs> yes, Jean Claude Van Damme
3: of uh, of the Milan Publicist Agency at your service.
1: <laughs> sure, whatever. Look, I I don't know what you got, what uh, what you guys are looking for here in my club, but I know a team of shadowrunners when I see them. Uh, Where? <laughs> and, and I gigs up just. <laughs> uh, just humor him And I'm just wondering uh, What's your business here in my club? You are sure as hell not here to see uh, the band
2: uh, No, you are right We are looking for someone Who was here last night uh, Perhaps you know him? Maybe you don't Maybe you do, I don't know uh, <laughs> Victor LeBlanc? Uh,
1: name doesn't mean anything to me Have you yeah. seen this boy? Right. I ordered a picture of him? Uh... Uh, roll a memory test for him.
0: <laughs> um, is he at his, like, heads-up display? Or, like, at his computers? Yeah. <clears throat> I uh, flip up the security footage <laughs> with a picture of him in a circle.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, he looks over and sees his camera. He's like, ah, so you guys do have a Decker. That <laughs> that makes sense since you got on the list. Uh, and he looks at the screen a little bit uh, harder.
3: Um, that would be... Uh, um, Our technology assistant, Mr. Jackie Chan.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, yeah, I think I saw that kid here last night. I I remember uh, those people he was with. They were a rowdy bunch. Uh,
2: What do you know of them, the the, the folks he was with?
1: Not much. I've seen a couple of them in here before. Uh, They usually cause a bit of a mess and... uh, Or more often than not, kicked out for fighting.
4: Ah, so they're bad for business.
1: Yeah, they're not that great. Um, But, you know, it's Redmond. Fights break out more often than not here. uh, we got a pretty crack security team, so they can usually uh, bounce these guys pretty quickly. And we don't hold grudges. We let people come back after they cool their heels.
2: I have a quick question. Do I know, based on where we entered the club and where we are now, if... We are near an external wall.
1: (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, yes, yes. The door, the wall to your left is probably, leads to the outside, yes.
2: All right, I'll have Spot come around there, (laughs) just in case. You
1: never know. (laughs) All right, so, uh, yeah, spot, and uh, uh, drives around uh, and parks in a spot uh, on that side of the building. (laughs) Good boy. (laughs) Yeah, we we don't hold grudges. Uh, We let people come back after they cool their heels.
3: Who do these people typically associate with?
1: Each other, mostly. I don't know. They don't come here all the time. I've just noticed them. A couple times the uh, that one he points at the one who had the actual tattoo of six six on his neck. I've seen him a couple times uh, uh he caused a few mosh pits uh, sometimes given the venue or given the uh the act we, we let that slide so these guys are
4: pretty small time then eh?
1: they might be they might just be just a club of kids with the I see the pins six and six yeah maybe they're just like a little club. I don't know. I don't know much about them, but uh I do know some people who probably could find out. Oh yeah? Yeah, I got I got some connections. Uh my my, my roots run deep in Redmond and uh might be a uh, I know a few people who might be able to point you in the right direction.
3: Oh, well, that would be fantastic. Uh by the way, how old are these guys? the six six guys.
1: Uh so Victor is like 19. Uh like 18 or 19, um, and then the guys with the sixes, um, they are varying ages between mid-20s and late-20s, um, and they're all pretty physically fit and look pretty tough. But yeah, uh, might be able to point you guys in the right direction.
3: Uh, yes, that would be, that would be fantastic. Who, uh, how could you help us out with that?
1: Well, out here in the Barrens, you know, the way things work... You scratch my back, I scratch your back. So this information comes with a price.
2: And that price is? A favor.
1: Right. Mm. And he, uh, he looks at Boomer and he's like, I'm guessing this guy's your muscle. You guys got a hacker parked somewhere in some van. Um, he looks at uh. uh Boomer, looks at cashmere, looks at Boomer. No, I'm no, sorry, not Boomer. Uh, looks at Bumbles, looks at cashmere, <laughs> looks at Bumbles, looks at cashmere, points at cashmere. You're the face. and Why, thank you. You're the... Any gestures at the stains on your suit? The grease man.
2: Uh, I have grease on me, yes. Yeah. So. Or
4: a greasy man, but yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm a... Um, it seems like a pretty good team for, uh, for a problem I have. There's a gang, a new gang in town, maybe bigger than these Sixers guys. Uh, they think uh, they, they can push me around. I've, uh, I've already secured my area pretty soundly against any outside sources, but these guys, they want to make a, a bite at my turf because it's not necessarily affiliated with one gang. I don't pay protection, you understand. Uh, these guys think they can ruffle my feathers and... Uh, get me to buckle on my staunch uh, protocol when it comes to threats. Um, they've taken to fragging up my business a bit. Uh, they've hit my delivery trucks, making me uh, shy on uh, supplies. Uh, they've made things bad for people coming in to perform here, which is real bad for my business because Redmond's already hard enough to book. Um uh, <laughs> And people don't want to go where where they can't be insured safety. So uh, these guys, they're they're not stepping on anyone's turf per se because I've already got made an arrangement with all the local gangs. Uh, it's pretty much a I don't fuck with them, they don't fuck with me. Problem is, I don't help them much; they don't help me much. So I'm on my own with these guys. I can't really find them. Uh, spread a little thin. They took out some of my some of my best guys. So uh, I'm hoping. Maybe you guys can send him a message. Yes, well, do you have the number? No, I mean like a figurative message, genius. A figurative message? Yeah, so I want like you to go crack some message. skulls. Let them know that they can't... Get, oh uh, you, you two are following this, right? Uh, yes.
4: Boomer's got his face in his palm and he's shaking his head. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm tracking.
1: Okay, good. Uh, so has... you can explain this later. I don't have to waste my breath. Bumbles has a very large grin on his face. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Look, we go in, bust a few skulls, now. Bust skulls? Um, wow. Alright, so, I just want to clarify a few things. Sure. I'm assuming they don't like your business, so they're probably not buying anything, so if they all met a tragic end, it wouldn't bother you any, would it?
1: (laughs) I almost prefer it, as long as they don't have, you know, bigger and scarier friends.
4: Good. Makes things easier for both of
1: us. I think to, I, th- I like to think so. And uh, d- who is this gang? They call themselves the Violet Dogs. <clears throat> they wear a lot of purple. It's oh, pretty. Violet
3: hideous. Dogs. Yeah. Like.
1: Like the color violet and then dogs.
3: Indigo violet. Yeah. Violet Indigo
1: dogs. dogs. That would have been a better uh, a better name for Indigo them. Indigo
3: dogs would be awesome.
1: Yeah. You can agree
3: on that, but. Yeah.
1: They were violet. Like I, maybe like, I like to think that maybe they got the stitching on their little jackets for their gang and they fucked up and left the N out.
3: Right. And Gangs so then are, they
1: just kind of rolled with it and just started wearing a lot of purple.
4: They're notoriously poor stitches. <laughs> <laughs> so All right. Yeah. So take the gang out.
1: Take them out. Convince them to leave me alone, whatever it takes. I don't know what their numbers are, um, but I'm sure you can poke around and find something out.
3: I, I think to Mouse. Mouse, are you hearing this? Yes. Uh, what? What do you think? <clears throat>
0: um, about what?
3: About the job, the offer. I suppose sub job. The sub job. The jobception.
1: <laughs> 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 the job within a job.
0: Um well, I mean, if we need to. My search hasn't come up anything yet for Victor, so if he has information then I guess so. But I don't know how I feel about just like indiscriminate killing.
4: Oh no, well, no, would you agree. wouldn't be doing it. You <laughs> leave that to me.
2: Well it's not, you know, so much indiscriminate killing. It's more very discriminate killing.
4: Very specific who are killing. <laughs>
2: Well, I mean, uh, for me, I don't think it's
3: so much the indiscriminate part that I'm taking issue with. It's
1: more the, the, other, the other thing. Uh, <laughs> he finishes uh, his drink, sets it down, and goes, I assume you guys are uh, having a conversation. Your DNI figuring out whether or not you want to take me up on my proposal. I mean, I could, I could just. I was thinking about reaching out for some shadowrunners. I could just talk right. to my local fixers and have this problem solved. I figure I could help you save myself the new yen, not have to pay for a team, instead pay you with the information you're looking for.
4: I'll tell you what. We'll take the job. You give us the information, and how about this? We uh. We go to the top of your list for uh, future jobs.
1: <laughs> oh, future jobs. I really I, I really thought you were going to try and get tickets to a show. <laughs> <laughs> also, the top of your VIP list. There it is. Uh, <laughs> uh, he grins and goes, Yeah, so you, you guys do doing...
4: You got the old one-eye ale. You know how hard that is <laughs> to find around here? Even in the fancy pants spots of town?
1: Yeah, no, I know. That's why these... These fragger's like knocked out one of my uh, delivery truck drivers. I'm on my last keg.
4: Mate, this might be my new favorite bar.
1: <laughs> well, you might be my new favorite shadow team if you handle this job uh, uh, to my specifications. So
3: uh, I'm like brain linking.
1: So that's how we're
3: doing this, guys. We're not negotiating for money. We're negotiating hey, for VIP status.
4: Look, this is gonna be this is gonna be cake. I mean, uh, that's not my issue here. Well, then negotiate, pretty boy.
3: <laughs> yes, well, um, Onyx, sir, uh, it would be nice if we could, um, if we could have a, a bit of money for
1: supplies. Oh, you guys, uh, you guys a little shy on uh, on Nguyen?
3: Just a tad, unfortunately. We haven't gotten paid for the job we're currently working, of course, and so this one we would need. A bit of extra nuyen just to sort of make sure things run smoothly. <laughs> what he means is for more ammo. Other things, yes.
1: Uh, go ahead and roll negotiation. First impression. Yep. Boom. Can I
2: assist by looking very, very good?
4: Can I assist by looking very, very tough?
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Onyx doesn't care about that.
2: <laughs> I don't know how the man swings.
1: <laughs> it's a uh, three hits for me. Uh, he shrugs, uh, presses the button. the uh, the uh, The bottle comes back up. Uh, he goes to pour himself another drink and uh, pours a couple drinks uh, more for you guys. Uh, slides three across the table, holds onto the one. Um, and, uh, then reaches into one of his drawers and pulls out, uh, a cred stick and sets it on the table and slides it over. And he's like, a little something to make sure, uh, you have the supplies you need for the job. And, uh, let's actually drink these ones. Eh, this stuff's expensive.
4: <laughs> uh, well, you know how it goes, mate. You gotta make sure. And, uh. You break into somebody's club, you don't know how pissed they are.
2: Eh. Onyx, I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. I appreciate the gesture. But the last time I drank, all of my insides burned for a day.
4: <laughs> all right. Well, um, y-
2: yes, same here.
4: I, I take. I don't. Well, think I take all true. three because. <laughs> I shake. I offer my hand to shake.
1: He he shakes your hand. Take Say, uh,
4: you don't mind if I just take all of these since they're not.
1: They don't got the liver for it. He he shrugs and goes, "As long as it's not going to waste." And, uh, he, My man. he clinks with you and, uh,
4: I, I hold all three in one giant hand and yep, clink.
1: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, he downs his drink. Now I down the three. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, all right, go, uh, go kill yourself some violet dogs or don't kill. I don't care. Like I said, just get them to leave me alone.
4: Don't worry, mate. It's going to be real hard for them to bother you when we're done. That's sh- uh, so what I like to hear. We'll be sure to let slip the dogs of war. <laughs> what?
1: Right, Mr. Van Dam. right. <laughs> uh, by <laughs> the way, can I, what, what the fuck do I call you guys? I don't want to call you whatever these fucking names are you came up with. <laughs> uh, my name is Bumbles. Bumble, ah, uh, that makes sense. <laughs> I just sort of stuck. <laughs> I can see why. What about Boomer. you? I'm Same deal, Boomer. Yes. And he 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 uh, he grins. He says, "Like it? I'm cashmere. You're what? Cashmere, K-
3: cashmere." And I, I hold out <laughs> an, an arm of my sweater for him to feel. And I grab his hand. And
1: <laughs> <get him to laughs> you grab it. his hand, so he like ca- he lets Is you he- grab his hand and rub it on your shoulder. And he like pulls it away and goes, "Yeah, sure, cashmere." Um, well, who's your who's your uh your Matrix jockey?
2: Uh. And I, D and I to Mouse, uh, do you want to introduce yourself or, or no? Oh, come on.
1: Don't be shy.
0: Uh, yeah. So I pop up as my avatar. Mm. Just wave. <laughs> <laughs> ah, look at that.
1: That's a neat little avatar. You make that yourself? Ain't it adorable? It's pretty fraggin' sweet, actually.
0: <laughs> hey, Mouse.
1: Ma- oh, that makes sense with the, with the picture there. Yeah. All right. Well, look forward to uh, hearing back from you guys. I don't really have a timetable but I assume you do. So, work on that one. Great, thank you. Um
3: we'll be in touch. Um do we have a way to contact him? Did he give us like you can his can call number?
1: me at the club. Here's my number. <laughs> 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 uh real
4: quick, you happen to know where these guys hang out? Uh We can go there right like right now.
1: Uh, nearby. They they hang out nearby. That's all I know. Well, um, that's
4: that's a start.
1: Yeah. My guys were trying to sniff him out a little bit and uh and never got back to me, or got hit. Uh, they poked their heads out and made their presence known, apparently, uh, and oh, got hit by these fraggers.
4: You have their com numbers?
1: Oh, no, like, I mean, yeah, we found them. They're dead.
4: Oh, you oh, already <laughs> picked them up? Yeah. Well, I know they're dead. I was
1: trying to see. If yeah, no, they didn't They didn't loot them or nothing. Uh, I mean, besides the guns. Ah, oh, of course. And do you know what sort of things we can be expecting here? Like, how did they die? The... Various different ways? Uh, It's hard to say. Stabbing, Stabbing. shooting. Uh, I mean, yeah, it seemed like there was a firefight. Okay. That was the one team that made contact. They got shot down.
4: Hmm. Well, okay. Well, we got another job to do. Let's get on it.
1: All right. Then he uh, he opens the door, uh, lets you guys out, closes the door behind him.
2: Uh, I would like to send another message to Magnitude. Sure. uh, And ask him... Uh, what he knows about the Violet Dogs, and if it would be in his interest for them to go
1: away. Uh, you send that message? uh, Basically the time it takes you to get from the office to the street, uh, your con link starts ringing from Magnitude. Alright, I'll pick it up. Wait, did you say the Violet Dogs? Yeah. Yeah, alright, well, hold on. Uh, So, first off, your first message you sent me, um... I uh, I tried looking into those six six
2: sure.
1: fraggers you were showing me. Uh, no no slot about it. I, I don't I can't I can't help you there. But the violet dogs, yeah those those fraggers are an up and coming gang in in Redmond. They're trying to to steal out whatever turf they can. They've been a pain in our ass for a while, but uh, we pretty much put them in their place and they don't fuck with us anymore. Why you you in you in with them?
2: No, 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 nothing like that, my friend. Uh, I've been contracted to uh, make them go away.
1: Ah, oh, yeah, do that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, you know, I just wanted to... See if there was perhaps any uh, support you might lend if it were beneficial to you for them to leave. Uh, I thought it might be a long shot, but yeah, you know.
1: we already kind of got them off our back, but that doesn't mean they're not going to come back. Uh, but I can—I mean, I can tell you where they like what whereabouts they hang out.
2: Yeah, any information would be wonderful.
1: Yeah, basically, uh, here's our turf, and an AR display pops up, uh, and, it, and it like kind of maps out uh, the red hot nuke turf that you are familiar with. He goes, and I've, uh, we've had some, some skirmishes with them here, here, and here. Um, they're all relatively close to where you are. It's kind of almost like a, uh, triangular pattern around you. Uh, like, basically, they're kind of like staying in this neighborhood and trying to push out.
2: Well, all right then. Uh, if there's anything else you can offer, we'd much appreciate it. Otherwise, uh, it's been good talking to you, friend.
1: Yeah, I'll I'll let my, uh, let my guys know if they, if any of them spot, some violet dogs walking around, but we'll give you a call.
2: All right. Much appreciated.
1: Yeah. Frag those hoops. Will do. And he uh, hangs up.
2: All right, y'all. I've got some uh, some coordinates for us. Oh, fantastic.
4: And I'll send Perfect. them out. Well, let's go take a look.
0: Uh, so I leave the host and scrub my marks, and cool. I will... Um, Take a look around, see if I can find any street cams that might help me find some purple wear and hoodlums. (laughs) You, it is Redmond, so there may not be, yeah.
1: There's not that many street cams around here, yeah. There's some broken street cams around here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, probably haven't worked in a while, sure. Um, so
0: I do spend a lot of time in Redbins, so
1: Yeah. Not not that uh not that much uh as far as any type of like visual you can get on them through anything. Okay. Uh, unless you start like hacking random people's cyber eyes and looking right. through their history. Well, can
0: I do like a matrix search for like um oh, it's redbins, so probably not police reports or like incident <laughs> reports.
1: I mean you can search, yeah. I mean search <laughs> search for stuff that has to do with uh the violet dog, see what you come up with.
3: While she's searching how much was on that cred stick we were given? It was 2K. Nice. To split between four of you. And from the job earlier, was that the 2K we received, was that each or? That
1: was each.
0: Sick. <laughs> Six.
1: Okay, so uh, it'll take you like 15 minutes and then I'll get you the results. Okay. Yep, so what are you guys, you guys are all in the car. Yeah, uh,
2: Spot come around and pick us up. Uh, I hop in. I start getting
1: into the rigor cocoon. It doesn't take too long, but it takes you a little bit of time. Yeah, so you strap in. Uh, you where there should be a seat. There's actually like basically a, a pod of like reinforced uh, bulletproof glass and steel, and you sh- close that around yourself and kind of like strap yourself in in your harness and everything. So your body and like in your head has like pads on either side, so it doesn't get like bounced around when you're all limp. Right. So uh, I
2: have the uh, the fly spy slot into its. Um, it's spot on spot.
1: Yep. And <clears throat> it's I, the head ornament. I take over spot. <laughs> all right. So you are spot now. <laughs> yes, I am. Uh, you, are, <laughs> you are the car. So yeah, you your consciousness transcends your body and zips uh, into the car. And all of a sudden, you feel the pavement under your wheels. You feel the, uh, uh, the warmth as the uh, drizzle that has been going on all day uh, kind of stops. And the sun peeks through the clouds. Um, and, uh, yeah, you see through spot sensors, 360 degree vision, and, um, you can drive wherever you want. All right. You got any weapons on this? You Um, can hear them. You have speakers and microphones in your car.
2: Uh, I do. Um, is mouse still conked out? Yes. Can you make sure mouse is strapped in, in the med bay back there?
4: I uh, I kind of adjust her and buckle her up.
2: All right, um, and I sort of tilt the med bay a bit. Yep. And the heavy machine gun rises, out, out, rises out of the trunk. Out yep. Out of the trunk.
1: Yep. Um, so these are vehicle operated uh, or driver operated uh, weapons. So not manual operated weapons, Boomer. If you're attempting to uh, use them, mate, is these are automatic.
4: Uh, driver operated right
2: uh, yes they are That is, why an you, you Max... gotta break my heart <laughs> well you know it's just been me in the car for quite some time and uh, I can't drive and shoot at the same time particularly well so I thought why not just have them wired to the car <laughs>
4: can I ask you a favour
2: sure can you put this on a manual mount I mean, I'm sure I could rig it up. Maybe, you know, get another with a manual mount. Two guns, better than one, as I've always said.
4: <laughs> Mate, I can, always, I can only get so hard. Be careful. <laughs> <laughs> Awkward.
2: <laughs> uh, so, all right, I will uh, keep it in mind as I drive I'm not s-
4: saying don't do it. I'm just saying you gotta got to ease me into that.
2: <laughs> Duly noted. Uh, I will uh, drive us towards the nearest uh, spot that Magnitude directed me to.
1: Sure. Uh, Everyone who is a car or inside the car (laughs) with their consciousness, uh, uh, go ahead and roll a perception test for me as you guys are kind of looking around. One. Two. I got three. (laughs) Uh, All right. So uh, you guys are looking around. Mouse. Mouse. Uh, you were doing a search for the Violet Dogs. Yep. Uh, Obviously no police reports or really any news because no one really... It's Redmond, right? Um, But I mean, it is near Touristville and um, you do find uh, uh, like a couple... You kind of get into, like, some some message boards for, like, people who live in Redmond and...
3: guides. Yeah,
1: and and visit, like... And uh, you you see some people talking about, like, just the Violet Dogs, like, trying to move up and, like, things getting a little more hairy around this neighborhood.
0: Okay, so it's just the neighborhood?
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's basically, like, from the post you see, like, where they were like, yeah, you know, I saw someone get shot uh, on this corner and and stuff like that. Uh, You kind of think it's, like... Within, like, this four-block radius of this club is, like, where they're, like, pushing out from. Sure. As for driving around and looking, uh, you guys don't see uh, anyone who obviously fits the description of a a violet dog. You know, you don't see anyone who's wearing a bunch of purple. Um, you do see some other gangers. Uh, you actually do pass by. Uh, at a certain point, you're, like, skirting, like... Uh, a little bit out to just try and search. And you do like, see like a, a red hot nuke, uh, convoy, like go by on their motorcycles. Uh, one of them recognizes you and kind of like, you know, gives you a little bit of a one finger salute.
2: I, uh, I flash one of bad. the headlights. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: so, um, what do you, uh, so
2: did we go to all of the the spots that magnitude showed me, or just one of them?
1: Yeah, I mean, so I guess you guys could roll another set of perception tests as you guys continue to drive around, because okay. uh, now you're because you're kind of like circling a, an area. Yeah, two, <laughs> three, four. So you're all looking around, um, just you know, trying to keep an eye out. Uh, so far, nothing. And then uh, Kashmir, uh, you go. You you see one you, you see one uh, basically through a window in a bar you see uh, this young punk in like a denim jacket uh, with like um, probably from the angle it's hard to see but he's got like uh, uh, purple stitching along the back of the jacket and underneath the jacket uh, poking out he's got a purple hoodie on um, and uh, you know tattoos funky hair ganger looking type guy. There, that one goes, in that bar. All right, I will
2: uh, do my best to inconspicuously park nearby.
0: Um, can I matrix perception?
1: Yeah, what are you looking for? Just everything?
0: That guy?
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, go ahead and roll your check. That
0: guy and maybe anything that he's... Yeah, you're looking around. for things
1: running silent nearby.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, just three. Just three? Yep. Yeah, you spot him. I would like to get a mark.
1: Uh, Go for it.
3: While she's doing that, I'd like to quickly astrally perceive him. Okay.
1: And sense him. Yeah.
0: Five.
1: Five to get in the... Uh...
0: Five to get a mark.
1: Yeah, you get a mark.
0: All right, can I spoof command to tell it to uh, give me a recent... Uh, communications.
1: Have it send you like a log? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead and spoof command.
0: Alright.
1: It's only two for the ascensing. Okay. Uh, He is not awakened. Um, He seems to be having a good time in there. Uh, You can't see who he's talking to, but uh, yeah, he seems to be enjoying himself. Um, A little drunk, just a little bit. Uh, Getting getting there. Uh, A little tipsy. Hmm. He does have a little bit of cyber, but not much. Uh, Like maybe, maybe like a a retinal, like image link and smart link, like etched into his natural eyes. Hmm. So like he's, he's not too cybered up low end ganger and all that. Hmm.
2: Can I send the spy spy to go get a better look? Yeah. Yeah. All right. It uh, zips out of its spot on the
1: hood. Yep, and uh, flies towards the bar. Uh, go ahead and roll a maneuvering thing for me to see if it can find its way inside the bar. <laughs> okay.
2: That's maneuvering plus pilot.
1: Yep, eight, uh, eight for the spoof command. Yeah.
3: Hey Boomer, what? Do you look like? You, does he look like you could take him? <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh. Great. <laughs> uh, we're going to be good friends.
1: <laughs> uh, that's oh, a wonderful. one. Your fly spy seems to be having trouble finding a way in. It basically, it, it's and now it's like to try and achieve what you've told it to do. Uh, it it's perched itself on the on the glass, like not right next to him or anything, but like just it looks like a little fly on the glass, and it's like looking good through. Yeah. Um, you with that, you do see that he is talking to two other violet dogs. Um, all of them are sitting there having a drink, uh, chatting, whatever. Uh, they are openly carrying in this bar. Um, you get, uh, all the messages that he sent, um, that haven't been deleted on his phone. They just start like piling in on your, on your deck. Okay. Um,
0: does it give me the, um, comm numbers? Do I see any of the comm numbers that he's communicated with like anywhere near here? Like basically his like friends. That uh, he's with. Well, you
1: see, you see two of them. <laughs> right. there's, he's in there with two. Mm. As far as nearby, um, you'd have to. Well, you did a Matrix reception earlier, so silent things within. Yeah. So there's a couple like in the neighborhood. Like cross referencing the the com numbers that he's been sending messages to to com numbers around you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you count a total of six. Okay. Um, but around you is like broad.
0: Right. All right. So I just I want to get. Marks on the other two. Okay. Okay.
1: Are you doing that as two separate? Or are you slotting in the fork program yeah, to fork. do? Okay. Does
3: that allow you to tell where they
1: are?
0: No, I'd have to trace them. Hmm. But these people, uh, the ones that are right near him, like, no, we know where right. they are,
1: of course. Right. Hmm. She, she, like, knows, like, within like ten kilometers or something like that. Oh, ten kilometers. Yeah. It's it's a pretty wide radius. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> It's either 10 kilometers or one kilometer, but point is... Oh,
3: but if she traces them... If then she traces she them, then
1: she can exactly. find out the exact location. She just knows that they're within a few blocks' pro- proximity.
0: Yeah, so six.
1: Yep. You got a marks mark on, on, on both. Okay. Um, and
0: are they running wirelessly with, like, guns?
1: Uh, one has a smart link linked to it. Okay. Um, actually, two of them have smart links linked to them. One is the, uh, the one who you guys saw through the window. Uh-huh. Uh, he has smart link... Uh, a smart link pistol. Um, the other one has a uh, smart link shotgun leaned up. Sure. Uh, you can see it in the open it, through the fly spot. You can see it like leaned up in the booth with them. Right. Um, and then the other one doesn't seem to have any smart links.
0: Okay. And then um, do they have anything else attached to their pans?
1: Okay. So the one in the window with the, uh, 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 with With the pistol. Um, He's a human, and he uh, does have um, his smart link running wirelessly. Uh, That's about it. Okay. Um, The other guy, uh, the one who's in the corner of the booth with the shotgun, uh, he has a cybernetic arm. Okay. And uh, he uh, is an orc and has one uh, rating of wired reflexes also running wirelessly. Um, and then, uh, like I said, the other one doesn't have anything else running wireless. Okay. Uh, but looking through that, you can see that that person is also a human. Okay. So you have two humans and an orc.
0: Okay. And then, um...
3: What if we were to find one of the others that are just sort of walking about and ask him some questions?
0: As opposed to just taking these guys out for questioning?
3: Well... There are three of them, and one has a shotgun.
0: Right, well, I can just make this shotgun discharge.
2: Oh, oh yes, that would be fun. <laughs> as much as I do very enjoy this plan, were you able to learn anything,
1: perhaps, about the leadership of the Violet Dog No,
0: there's really messages? no information that I could find. If,
1: But I think he's referring to through the messages that you were oh, through. Oh, was I? <laughs> uh, sifting through those, um, it seems like less of a leadership thing. You get the sense that this is like six friends who decided that they were going to be a gang um, and uh, got their hands on some hardware and have made a decent run of it so far.
4: So half the gang's in there already. Yes. (laughs) All right, mates. I got a plan. All right, so uh, Bumble. I
0: don't don't think we necessarily have to kill them since, well, there's only (laughs) six. Are you, like, putting your your hand on my lips that I can't feel? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh,
3: God, that's so creepy. (laughs)
0: God,
3: I hope you don't do that to me when I'm out.
4: And I do it with the arm that's got all the tick marks on it. (laughs) That's not how it works in the shadows. See, these punks are just going to keep recruiting. Look, it makes us look better if we do a great job. And also because it's just easier. You just kill them; they won't want revenge. Uh, so um, I'm going to either way. You're not going to talk me out of it.
0: Uh, so is the um, is the building a one story building? Yes. Okay.
1: This is a bar called Angela's Honky Tonk. Okay. And uh, it is a one story building. Um, I might have uh, an attic. Um, Right,
0: but there's not like a second floor where like a baby's crib might be like shot at with a shotgun that just lays like... Right. Okay.
1: Yeah. I have an idea.
0: I could probably just get them kicked out and then we can take care of them.
3: What if I were to get
4: one kicked out? One unarmed one kicked out?
0: Well, I think... mm, think
4: Look, mates, it's not hard. Just go in, pick a fight, get them to bring the mates. And we'll kill them all.
0: Right. I'm just worried about the other people that are in there. I don't. Oh, know.
4: they're used to it. They'll clear out. Don't um, worry. I'm going to give them prop- enough time to get out of there.
2: How many people are in this bar in addition to the Violet Dogs?
1: So there's the Violet Dogs in the front corner window nearby, or front corner booth nearby the windows. There's three of them. Um, there's three people at the bar plus a bartender and uh, two people at a table a little further back nearby a TV. All
2: right. Mouse, how hard would it be for you to, to, you know, just get them to come outside?
4: Fire alarm.
0: Or just a message that says, hey, we're in trouble, come get help us?
2: Yeah, that would be fantastic.
0: All right, so copying the syntax that they use, mm-hmm. I send a message basically saying the next cross street over where we are, basically. Mm-hmm. Hey, we need help.
1: Cool. Uh, what number are you sending this from? Uh, cause right now you have marks on the three com links inside the bar.
0: Right. Um, I can't spoof one of the numbers.
1: You could have one of those comlinks links send the message, but then it would be like sitting at a table with somebody and saying, Hey, you just sent me this message.
0: No, no, no. I mean like I can't make the message look like it was coming from one of the numbers that they've been contacting?
1: Not necessarily. You have to have it sent from a, from an actual number. So you can send it from your own number. Uh, you can send it from a meta link or you could, you do, you have noticed a couple other of these Comlinks in the neighborhood. You could send it that way too. Uh, it's just up to you how you want to do it. But I was just wondering.
0: Oh, I, I guess I'll try to get a mark on one of the other, but are they very far away?
1: Uh, not noise far away, if okay. that's what you're referring yeah, to. Yeah,
0: I'll, I'll. I guess I'll do that.
1: Cool. Don't roll it up. You get the mark. Okay. The rating two com links. <laughs> okay.
0: Cool. So I do that, and then I sp- send it from yep. there.
1: As that is
2: happening, <clears throat> I would like to have the fly spy uh, target lock on the one who is not linked up to anything, because I find that unsettling.
1: Okay. Uh, so the fly spy is targeting locking for itself, or are you bringing it into your swarm program?
2: I am bringing it into my swarm program. Okay. Uh,
1: roll up that target lock. So, I have a quick question. When something
3: for a spell says line of sight, does that mean I can cast it through glass?
1: Uh, yes, you can cast it through glass. You can't cast it through cameras, though. Can't we see them in the window? You can. Yeah, room? you can see the one from the window. Yeah. Oh, the one. Yeah, and the I... others are, like, past the window. They're in the corner. Uh, do I know which, which one that is? It's the one you have sensed. Uh, right. The one that has the, like, the smart link in his retinas. Yes. Uh, and which... Human. What? He's the guy with the pistol. Uh, and then on the other side of the booth, there's an orc with a chromed arm and a shotgun and a human who doesn't seem to have any wireless weapons linked to their pan. That is a zero. Okay, so no target lock. <laughs> uh, your fly spy is not really used to, like, targeting, you know, anything. So, it, like, it actually targets, like, a mug nearby that then, like, gets picked up and drank, and so it loses target lock.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so, we'll wait for them to go by, and then um, you guys can do what you do. I'll discharge their weapons.
1: Okay, so you send the message now?
0: As soon as they're ready.
1: All right, roll. From what number are you doing? Are you sending them?
0: Oh, there's another guy that I just really quickly got a mark on. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) Good job. So roll uh, forgery.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Can Cresslin help me with forgery? No,
1: because forgery is not a matrix action.
0: (laughs) Mm, Sure. It's not not too few dice. Seven. Three. Okay.
1: So you send the message through. uh,
0: Yo, LOL, need help, what? Yeah.
1: (laughs) Basically, being like, like, uh, you you find one guy who basically types in nothing but like abbreviated words. It's emojis. Yeah. And it's just like, (laughs) you you find his abbreviated version for Red Hot Nukes and you're like, Red Hot Nukes, at sign, this cross street, get some, or something like that. (laughs) And you send that through uh, and um, you guys see uh, the lights like in there talking and chatting and stuff. And then they go Who? and they check their com links and they're like, oh, let's go, let's go. And they uh, slap some cred sticks on the table and, uh, and move out.
2: Uh, I um, would like to position myself as spot in such a way that the front facing heavy machine gun <laughs> is not facing, you know, some other buildings
1: so that when it goes through them, it does not hit. Other folk. <laughs> um, everyone who's looking at them with their eyeballs uh, or car balls, uh, <laughs> um, car eyes, I don't know. Um, roll. <laughs> roll uh <laughs> roll a, a perception test for me. I was going to astrally
3: perceive them as they walk out.
1: Sure. So roll a sensing then. Ooh, Four. 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 Three. Three. Um. So uh, for those of you looking not through astral uh, sensing, um, you see as um, all three of them, as they're grabbing their weapons and moving towards the door, uh, pull inhalers out of their, their pocket and take a puff. Oh. Um, and they burst out the door. Uh, you are astrally perceiving them, Kashmir. Um, you got three successes. Mm-hmm. So you notice the cyberware there was already the cyberware that uh, mouse noticed that was wirelessly linked mm-hmm. um, though uh, uh, the person uh, in the who wasn't didn't have any like wireless um, that person is awakened and no cyberware obviously and has just uh, cast a um, improved reflexes on themselves on themselves yep yeah. so they have that spell going through them right now.
3: Um, I'm going to, as they walk, so there's someone with a shotgun, yes? Yep. I'm going to cast control thoughts.
1: Okay. Well, before you do that, everyone roll initiative. (laughs) Sure. Uh,
3: had I known we were about to go into initiative, I would have done this as well. (laughs) Could I have activated my focus for improved reflexes?
1: Uh, (laughs) yeah, go ahead and roll your cast for improved reflexes. Uh. Uh, We'll let it slide this time. (laughs) Yep, I'm good. Uh, So roll... uh, So you got your... That was you casting improved reflexes. So go ahead and roll your drain. drain, I took one drain. You took a drain? Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Um, Boomer, what's your initiative?
4: Fifteen. I rolled a one, a one, and a two. Ooh. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. Cashmere, uh, what's your initiative? 21. I do this. 21? <laughs> I'm not Vanguard anymore. <laughs> uh, bubbles? 20.
0: 29.
1: 29 for mouse. Damn. Uh,
0: two fives, a six, and a three plus ten. Jesus. Okay.
1: Um... Mouse. Could have been
0: higher if my data processing was higher.
1: <laughs> Mouse, you are up first.
0: Okay, um, so let's see. Oh
3: God, I'm 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 gonna message you real quickly. Uh, don't uh, discharge the shotgun quite yet, please.
0: Uh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so I am going to. Can I, uh, he had wireless contacts?
1: Um, he had an image link and a smart link, uh, etched into his eyes. Um, it basically gives him an AR display and a heads up display for his weapon. That's the guy with the pistol.
0: That's the guy with the pistol. Mm -hmm. Okay. So then there's a chromed up orc, right? Yep. Okay. I would like to tell that chromed up orc's arm to freeze, to lock up. Can I do that?
1: He can override it pretty much immediately. Okay. Um, And I
0: would know that because I have one.
1: Yeah. Um, Uh, I mean, you could brick it, though, and that would make it.
0: Yeah, okay. I guess I'll try and do that.
1: (laughs) Brick (laughs) that shit. All right. That would make it so he could not use it. Right,
0: right, right. Okay.
1: He's the one with the shotgun. So I'm going
0: to quick config.
1: Damn. Okay. Using your free action to swap around multiple programs and matrix attributes.
0: Right. So, uh, yeah, I will data spike him. Data spike his arm.
1: All right. So uh, in the Matrix, you see this guy's pan. You already have a one mark on it as uh, your little mouse. Yeah. And uh, it's basically like this little, like, you know, orb of light floating in front of you with, like, little data, like, that you can perceive um, and attach it to it, like, several little smaller orbs, or like, circling around it. And you identify which orb is the... Uh, one for the arm, and you uh, pop out your little rapier out of your uh, silver mouse foreleg, and uh, pull back and lunge forward as uh, as Creflin, the your badger agent. Creflin
0: uh, softens him up for yeah, me. Yeah,
1: jumps up and uh, tries to like pull the uh, the whole thing down.
0: He has an axe.
1: Oh, he has an axe?
0: Yeah.
1: All right, so Kreflin uh, uh, stands up on his hind legs and holds uh, an axe, uh, a big axe in both of his forelegs, and jumps up and tries to chop down as you stab in. Joint strike. Yeah. Uh,
0: So that's six.
1: So six hits on your attack.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, Yeah, you connect. Um, So what is your attack rating plus whatever other bonuses? Uh, Six right
0: now plus... Uh, my yeah. one mark, so that's you're seven.
1: One mark, so that's th- s- more than that because marks already give you plus two. Oh. So that means plus three. So, so you're at nine. Yeah. And then an additional four hits makes... <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, so you and Kreflin, uh both attack the uh, the icon for the arm in the matrix. Mm-hmm. And those of you outside of the matrix... Uh, first off, you see the arm blip out of the matrix. Those of you uh uh, outside the matrix, you see uh, the—they're all running like towards probably where they have their car parked, or their motorcycles, or whatever. Um, but <laughs> the uh, the orc. Um, he's holding uh, hes holding a shotgun in both arms, uh, and one of those arms is chrome and shiny. It's the left arm. And uh, that left arm just goes <laughs> with, like, a, a giant spectacular spray of sparks and smoke. Uh, one of the fingers pops off. Um, <laughs> it just drops down limp and useless next to the guy's body as it oh, kind of, yes. like... Uh, like continues to like pop and smoke and like a little like tiny like fire goes on in the uh, in the wrist and he's like Aah! and like kind of like stumbles and falls over. Um, give me a second. Uh, yeah, he falls over and uh, cracks his nose on the concrete um, uh, uh-huh. and and you know stumbles back up to his feet and is like what the frag! Uh as his arm sits completely useless uh, by his side. Uh, and that's Mouse's turn. (laughs) Well done.
0: Did it work? (laughs) (laughs) No. Uh, Kashmir, you're up. Great.
1: Well,
3: um, hmm, the orc's in a pretty bad way. Uh, I'm gonna
1: cast Control Thoughts on the orc. On the orc? Yes. Okay. Uh, roll that up. Yeah,
3: I'm gonna post-edge it. Okay. Because if I I succeed, it's gonna be super cool. And that's the reason you
1: post-edge stuff. Uh, that's six hits. So resist drain also. Oh yes. Before I tell you what happens. Now
3: I hope I don't knock myself out.
1: <laughs> Yay!
3: Oh god! I'm gonna I'm gonna post edge again. <laughs>
1: that's a two out of three points of edge, right? Yes. Okay.
3: Oh god! Yes. Uh, yes, it's resisted.
1: Okay, so you resist all of a sudden. So you uh, focus your eyes on the uh, on the orc and kind of like raise your hand up to try and like you know. You can kind of like feel his his aura and like and how it links to his mind. And you're gonna like kind of pinch a nerve there. Um, and uh, right when you're going to pinch the nerve, um, all of a sudden there's a big blast of uh, of magical energy uh, pushing your hand back uh, as the spell uh, is dissipated.
3: Oh, oh, guys, we're going to have to do something
4: about that, (laughs) mate. What, mage?
2: Don't worry.
1: <laughs>
4: um, oh,
3: damn it. How uh, close was I? Was I close? It was it was a tie and tie
1: goes to the defender.
3: Oh. <laughs> full oh, seven, full seven. <laughs>
1: um, Bumbles, you're up.
2: Where are the thugs in relation to the buildings on either side of the street? Uh, like, let me outside rephrase of it? the question. <laughs> Um are they with like are the other buildings in the blast radius of
1: perhaps, say, grenades? Uh, depending on where the grenades land, yes. If you manage to hit them dead on in a specific spot, you might be able to resist uh, the damage to other buildings. I mean, you know, they're buildings, so sure. you can hit them, you can scorch them a little bit, but if you land a grenade right next to it, then you might have problems. Are there other people on the sidewalk? Uh, not right now, not in this particular All moment. Right. I
2: will uh, give Red Leader the uh, the kill command on <laughs> the the mage, and tell him to lead my swarm in glorious battle, and then I drive spot up to to face them, and I shoot them.
1: Red Leader's like, I'm sure he had it coming. <laughs> and uh, as the uh, as <laughs> the, the basically your car seems to grow for a second as several uh, three roto drones and three noise all lift off of it and then form a uh, a swarm above the. Can the, the noise
2: mosquitoes do their thing?
1: Uh, not right now, because uh, you'd right. have to command them to do so, and sure. right now they're actually just going to target lock uh, them and sure. prepare to fire next initiative pass. I- However, you can fire with uh, Spot's gun uh, right meow. Am I the only one imagining Flight of the Valkyries playing? As uh, sword swarms No, Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> Uh, Who are you shooting at in particular, are you just trying to suppress the area? Uh, the mage. The mage, you're shooting at the mage, okay. Uh, Alright, how much damage and armor-piercing does your heavy machine gun have?
2: The damage is 11p, and the armor-piercing is minus
1: 4. Yeah, you you clip him soundly like uh, he basically... He turns as the, like open fire uh, as you open fire and like kind of just like falls in a way that like you know barely dodges some bullets. They rake up against the building behind him and one goes through his leg and he, he like stumbles a little bit and uh, maintains standing. Okay. Um, the orc is uh, going to scramble up with his useless arm hanging. look at his shotgun in his other arm and uh, drop it. And reach in his jacket and pull out a grenade. Oh God! And pull the pin out with his mouth and toss it at the car.
2: So
4: bad for your teeth.
2: Not a problem.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: at first, I was gonna say, "Wait, guys, aren't grenades a little conspicuous in a gang fight?" Apparently
4: not. It's actually weird if nobody throws a grenade. It's, I
1: mean, it's, it's Redmond. <laughs> you know, it's, there's a place and a time for grenades, and that place and time is Redmond and any time. <laughs> Okay, so uh, he tosses, but um, apparently this guy is left-handed, and breaking his uh, his robotic arm made his aim not exactly true. So instead of the grenade basically rolling underneath the car as he expected, it actually ends up landing um, kind of uh, in front of the car, um, about three meters in front of the car, and to your guys' right. Looking at them, he sidearm sallied it a little bit and like accidentally tossed it a little, <laughs> a little to the to his left. Um, and it, yeah, it landed right there. And it's there for now. And then the, uh, mage is going to first pull out a dagger and then, uh, is going to point who's in the front seat. with
2: It's worth noting that I would have tinted windows.
1: Sure, sure. Let me see if he can actually see you through the, the, you know, with the sunlight and all that. See if he can actually make visual contact. Yeah, he can. Um, so, who's is anyone sitting in the front with with Bumbles? I'm in the back with uh, Mouse. You're all the way in the back with Mouse.
3: Yeah, I'm also yeah, in the back. he
0: buckled me in.
1: So yeah, uh, sure. using uh, Bumbles as a focal point, um, uh, the Mage points and seems to slash with their dagger. Sure. You're, are you astrally perceiving? You see, uh, basically a ball of energy fly from that slash towards the, uh, towards the car in astral space. Yeah, I'm going to counterspell. yeah I'm going counterspell that. All right, so, uh, how much of your, how much of your counterspell pool are you using? You have seven dice, I believe, to use.
3: Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to use all of them, because there's only one mage I can see.
1: Okay. So you have to choose who's getting the dice. Oh, yeah. Because this is going to affect everyone in the car.
3: Oh, it's going to affect everyone? Yup.
1: Everyone except Mouse, actually.
3: Because the mage
1: can't see Mouse. Because Mouse is laying down in the back in the Valkyrie seat.
3: I'll give um, two for Bumbles, uh, two for Boomer, and then, you know, three for me. All
1: right. Uh, I need everyone to roll their willpower plus the amount of counterspelling dice that uh, Cashmere just allotted to you. I'm gonna
4: edge. Is it possible for
3: one to glitch on a resistance test?
1: Not really. Oh, good. Um... Yes and no. Uh, It depends on the situation. In this situation, I'm going to say no. Fantastic. Mm. Wonderful to hear. I got a hit. A hit. Uh, Bumbles. Three. Three hits. And uh, Mr. Boomer. I got one hit. Okay. Um, So take your number of hits, subtract it from four, and that's how many physical points you take. As uh, basically... Um, since you are actually perceiving Kashmir you see this ball of energy uh, zip right through the window of the car uh, and just detonate um, starting at the uh, the front of the car and waving back through um, and basically racking everyone's aura with magical energy um, and all of you feel this stinging pain in, in your uh, head um, as uh, maybe a little bit of blood like trickles down your nose <sighs> oh, oh god oh, oh no oh no
4: Uh, Oh, it's just a little blood.
3: A little blood? Any blood is more blood than I'd
1: like to be spilling.
4: Oh, it's not even a good day until you bleed it at least uh, three times.
1: (laughs) Three! Um, The human holding a pistol is going to uh, run for cover, um, as did the... uh, Basically, all of them have taken cover at this point after they took their actions. uh, Kind of. Uh, (laughs) I mean, as much cover as they can get where they are, which is, like, behind other cars. And uh, the one with the pistol is going to uh, aim and shoot. Um, let's see if he can see anyone. Otherwise, he's just going to shoot the car blindly. Great idea, guy with a pistol. Actually, he does see you guys. I don't think it matters. <laughs> uh, seeing you in a rigor cocoon, uh, Bumbles, he is smart enough not to fire on you. And so I guess that means cashmere, because you're in between Boomer and the front, because Boomer's all the way in the back.
3: Thanks, Um, (laughs) Mike.
1: So, (laughs) cashmere, yeah, you you have to roll a defense test. Am I assisted by the armor, by the bulletproof car? You do get a plus three for cover, yes. And the bullet will have to transfer through the armor of the car to get to you. Um, I need you, uh, Bumbles, to roll a defense test for your car.
2: Okay, so that's 21 dice. Yes. (laughs)
1: Uh,
3: I've got two hits on my Dodge. What's the car's name again?
2: Spot. Come on, Spot. Please, Spot. All right, so that's seven, eight hits for Spot. To avoid
1: being shot by small arms fire. Well, not to avoid, but to soak up small arms fire. (laughs) It's sort of what he's built to do. Uh, yeah, so the uh, the bullet just goes Tzing! and uh, ricochets off the windshield, uh, the armored windshield of Spot. I start, like, petting, like, the nearest. Like, good job, Spot. Great, great job. Yeah, your, your two hits actually, basically, for your dodge test cashmere, you tried to dodge by <gasps> sitting back further in your seat with your hands up. <laughs> You're like, ah, oh, oh. Great! <laughs> I can't believe that worked for once. <laughs> I must have learned a new spell. <laughs> um, all right, Boomer. it's your turn.
4: So I saw the grenade land on which side of the car?
1: Uh, as you guys are facing the enemies, um, it is to the right, about three meters in front of the car.
4: And the and the front of the car is facing the gangers. Yes. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna exit out the back, and go around to the other side get cover from the grenade. I'm gonna yell, IT'S BOOMER TIME! (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: I'm
4: gonna light up the mage with a uh, full auto. You know what? Fuck that guy. Complex full auto.
1: (laughs) Okay. Here we go. Edge. I really
4: want that guy dead. Last point of edge. Hooray. I got five hits.
1: Uh alright, so um what's your damage and your armor piercing?
4: Eleven P and minus six armor.
1: All right, so uh, the mage is trying to duck behind a uh, uh, duck behind a car, and you're like, "It's boomer time!" And you just unload mercilessly upon this guy, and uh, several of the bullets hit him in th- from the shoulder up before he falls uh, behind the car, and he's dead. Hooray!
4: Good job. Uh, guys. yeah, I got too excited. I only hit him with a few. <laughs>
1: Um, mouse, Mm -hmm. you are next at the same time that the grenade goes off. So, um, I need the car to roll a body and armor minus two. Uh,
2: does the damage have to, it has to exceed the armor before Mm -hmm. it actually takes damage, correct?
1: Right. It's, um.
2: So did it deal 12 damage or more
1: oh wait no you're right yeah so the yeah it's not 12 damage or more it's uh it's 10 damage or more so you didn't even have to roll the uh the fire rakes over the car uh doesn't do any damage to it um boomer (laughs) so now i need you to roll a damage soak oh shit um well i mean you're still in the blast radius you didn't get out of the blast radius uh but you're reducing the damage by finding cover uh this damage soak is at minus two Okay, dice. I see how it's gonna be six. <laughs> okay, that's still enough. You're far enough away from the grenade. Uh, the ah. damage is re- reduced enough by distance uh, that the fire kind of rakes over your cover, um, but you manage to duck down and uh, like some of the like shrapnel and like heat. It, the heat, like you feel the heat against like your jacket and stuff, and it's a little singed, but you're fine. Uh, otherwise, untouched. If you had more than a buzz cut, you may have uh, singed your hair a bit. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> uh, yeah. So mouse.
0: Okay. Um, so in my little camera, I see just me go. Yeah, it's yeah, fine.
1: yeah. You see that everyone, everyone in the car is, <laughs> like, is. There's a brief moment where the car gets really hot as there's a loud explosion that pours over the vehicle, seeming not to harm it. <laughs> and then you hear Boomer laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh Um, God, what has he done?
0: (laughs) Did he pick the shotgun back up after he dropped it to throw the grenade?
1: Uh, No, he left it in the middle of the street.
0: Okay, cool. Is it pointing towards... (laughs) No. Okay. Um, So I would like... Um, are the cerebral... You said the cerebral boosters were um, running wireless. Right? Uh, not
1: cerebral boosters. Uh, there's the wireless... Wired reflexes. Wired reflexes. Yeah, it's on the same guy, the orc. <laughs>
0: yep. All right. I would like to data spike those as well. Whew, boy. All right. <laughs>
2: also, I can't imagine having wired reflexes, I assume, in your brain all of a mm-hmm.
1: sudden. It's, right. it's, it's, it's wired within your nervous body. system. Yes. Your entire nervous system is wired. Oh, God. Don't tase him, bro. Uh,
0: seven? Plus I have a mark on him.
1: Yes, you do. Okay. Uh, you can't see anything, but you hear... Ah! Ah! Oh! Ah! Oh! God friggin' truck drag- to BLOW THOSE prayers UP! Ah! <laughs> you see in the Matrix, Mouse, as you and Creflin both swipe at the uh, icon that is this guy's wired reflexes, uh, it disappears from the Matrix.
0: <laughs> I'd recommend shooting at the guy with the pistol. I don't think the orc is going to be much trouble.
1: Well, okay. Fantastic. Next up, Kashmir.
3: Fantastic. Um, so how close are the orc and the pistol guy?
1: Uh, you can't see the orc right now. He's completely behind the car. Um, okay. But uh, can't not see his aura. No, no, because he fell behind the car. Oh. Uh, um, the uh, guy with the pistol, you can see him uh, like through the windows. He's like you know lining up another shot to shoot at you guys before he pops up over the hood of the car or over the top of the car to shoot at you.
3: Got it. Um, so, uh, about
1: oh, as, far, as far as distance goes They're across the street and on the sidewalk Presumably right next to each other Next to each other? Yes And the
3: shotgun's laying there next to him?
1: No, the shotgun's in the middle of the road
3: Oh, in the middle of the road Yeah, he you dropped like,
1: it in the middle of the road And then ran totally for cover dropped it. Yeah Threw a grenade and ran
3: I'm just gonna fat control the pistol guy <laughs> At uh, force four
1: Okay It's only uh, three hits Three hits all right you succeed by one <laughs> um, I don't think you can do anything this turn uh, oh because you have to spend an action to Oh,
3: to give him a command a
1: simple action to give him a command what if I uh,
3: what if I recklessly spell cast
1: it yeah uh, yeah I'll let you retroactively make that a reckless spell cast so it only uses a simple action
3: and then you can command him with another sure. simple action and so that's an extra, uh, extra two
1: drain that you have to resist oh i've got three written down um, uh, what's the yeah i mean roll it roll it up with uh plus two to the drain code and let's see how bad you feel after casting this great <laughs> um five i'm resisting <laughs> two drain all right uh, so that's two stun damage um, as you, uh, you this time reach out, feel the dude's aura uh, in front of you and this time manage to pinch the nerve with no hindrance from pesky little mages that are now, you know, smear jobs on the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you, you pinch that little nerve, and you, you got him. You know it. Uh, but there's a rack of, like, energy from his aura that, like, shocks itself through your, uh, arm and into your brain, like, almost like you kind of touch, like, an electric circuit for a second. And you, you're like, oh! And you, you know, it feels a little bad, but you still have him. What do you do with your other simple action? Um,
3: I'm gonna go. I would like to command him. I'd, I'd like him to walk over and put his friend out of his misery. <laughs> and sort of toss
1: his weapons. Sure. Um so you do that you kind of send that through and it's like you know from his perspective it's like this wispy like almost ominous version of your voice being like put your friend out of his misery
3: (laughs) guys I've I've told the pistol guy to do something just wait a second
0: (laughs) and
2: uh Bumbles you're up are we taking prisoners quick vote (laughs) no sure
0: probably not a terrible idea since we have three others we have to find
2: Yes. All right. Um, I will have my drones just sort of float around Pistol Man, about five feet away from him, just in sort of a triangular, guns facing him formation. Sure. Uh, and they'll just go with him as he goes to shoot his friend.
1: Yeah. So the uh, they set up a defensive perimeter around this guy, watching and waiting for further command. Sure. Um,
2: and I guess I'll. I'll- pull up a little closer
1: the human the as this is going on the human uh, he sits there and he's he kind of like is shaking his head and looking down and confused and he looks at his gun and then he like kind of turns and is like walking unnaturally like it's like his body's moving but he's trying to stop it and then uh he reaches uh or he puts his gun out forward and his friend's sitting there uh, just now stopping to con- stopping his convulsing and like coughing as uh, the like storm of electric uh, energy in his wired reflexes has come uh, has subsided and he's sitting there like looking like shit and like uh, and he looks up and he sees his friend pointing his gun at him and just shoots him away. He's just blown away. Ah uh, oh, yes, there we go. Oh, brutal And is that you? Well I mean, not technically, it was mostly him, I'd say.
4: <laughs> oh, yeah, just being humble, mate. It's
1: I'm, all right, own up, own it. Uh, so I then he drops his guns, as per your command, he drops his gun, as per your command, and stands oh. there.
4: Oh, why'd you have him do that? So he couldn't shoot us with it. Well, now I can't and shoot at him.
3: Well, then I guess we'll have to take him prisoner. <laughs> In uh. fact, since you're out there, could you sort of grab him for us? <laughs>
1: Yes, uh, you understood. Fantastic. I've well, never taken a prisoner before. <laughs> Do you? Are you, are you mumbling as you go up to yeah. comply? All right. So Boomer like slings back his gun and is mumbling to himself, all angry as he walks over and uh, ducks under the uh, the swarm of drones. Uh, right as this guy kind of like blinks back to himself and looks around and sees what's going on and sees Boomer reaching out from Boomer, go ahead and make a, an unarmed uh, attack for me to uh, subdue the guy.
3: Also, while this is happening, can I attempt to heal myself if we're like out of initiative?
1: Yeah, go ahead and roll that up while, while Boomer goes to grab. I mean, we may drop right back in an initiative and then we'll just count that as your next pass if okay, yeah. uh, If something goes horribly wrong with Jesus Boomer's Jesus Christ. You know, One. I'm going to
3: keep from rolling that
1: for now. <laughs> Yeah, you still grab him, boomer. <laughs> oh,
3: great! Then I'm gonna go ahead and roll that.
1: Yeah. Uh, so he goes, no, oh, no, 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 and then you just are like, nope, <laughs> and like he tries to run, and you just kind of pull him back and put him like in a in like a half Nelson and like and like guide slash carry him back to the van.
4: Sorry about this, mate. I wanted to kill you, but they wanted to like freeze. How does this
1: to make me feel better?
4: <laughs> I I don't know. I figured it'd just suck to be taken prisoner. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't know. Most, uh, most people I run into don't survive. I you're, think you're not you're the, helping.
1: This is terrible. I just I think killed you're the friend. second.
4: I think you're the second person that's uh, lived through a fight with me. That's <laughs> something to be proud of, mate. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, so he brings him back to the car. What do you guys do? Frag, I think I want your autograph.
0: <laughs> I'll come out of unconsciousness.
1: <laughs> all right, so you pop out of VR.
0: and Scrub. Sure.
2: All right, I, uh, you know, I open the back door for them.
1: So she uh, Mouse resets her uh, her deck, clearing her Overwatch score. Uh, Bumbles, you pop open the door.
2: Um, all of the drones, except Red Leader, go back into their spots. Okay. And Red Leader, um, I imagine there's space for one drone yeah, in the yeah, car. yeah,
1: yeah. He stays in the car. Sure. He takes gun, up one of the seats. Uh gun
2: aimed at uh, this fellow. So this
1: little drone kind of like into the car and just kind of floats there, pointing the gun at the guy the whole time. Uh, boomer, you stuff him in a seat. And now what?
0: Uh, is he like tied up or anything?
1: Not no. at the moment. He's just got a Boomer on him. He's subdued by Boomer at the moment. Boomer's like pinching like uh, the Vulcan like nerve on the dude's shoulder so like he can barely like move his arm. <laughs>
4: I uh, don't worry. If you get squarely. I'll take care of him. Look, mate, I don't know what they're going to do with you. I honestly don't know what to do from here either. So uh, we, this is a learning experience for both of us, so <laughs> just take it easy. We'll get it figured out.
1: Who the frag are you guys? What do you want?
4: Oh, I'd be silly to tell you that, wouldn't it?
1: I don't frag care what you think is silly. You just gunned down two of my friends. Well, you gunned down one of them. Technically, he struggles against you, <laughs> 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 tries brutal. to punch you, and you just kind of like swat his hand away. <laughs> so, how do we go? about... I like
0: sit up on the on the little like gurney and like tuck my le- my legs in like a cross leg position underneath me. I'm like, so where are your friends? What's this? What? There is another one back there.
4: <laughs> oh. oh, yeah, she's a she's a sneaky one.
2: Um while this is going on, I would. Uh... I guess drive us somewhere, somewhere else. Somewhere in Yeah. <laughs> so you drive off. Right. You see,
3: we, uh, before we do, should we, maybe one way to go about this is to scare them off? And if so, we've got some good
4: tools for that lying there. Oh, what? you know what we forgot? Back in uh, when I was working for the Vory, they'd often want proof of a keel. What? I'll go get, I'll go get their... Uh,
0: no, I don't...
4: What? I was just getting the jackets. Oh god, did you think I was- oh.
0: We don't need we don't need to scare them. We can just we No, sh-
4: no, I'm just this is for the this Wait. is for the guy this is for the guy to show that we killed them. What's the alternative?
0: Oh Onyx. Yeah, okay do that. What you guys are working for Onyx?
4: Uh,
1: well, maybe you shouldn't fuck with his
4: establishment, mate.
1: I'll frag you. And uh, you let go of him and he wants to go after you. But the red leader just goes, no, I'd stay right there if I were you. (laughs) (laughs) As it floats, like basically touching the dude's nose with a gun. And he sits there, uh, hands up. Uh, Boomer goes out, collects the jackets. As you do, Boomer, you're grabbing the jackets. And a couple random people are already starting to like loot these guys, these dead bodies. They've like come out of the bar and come out of like their houses to like grab some stuff. Like the shotgun's gone. A couple other things are gone. Uh, They see you walking up and they scatter. Um, all I
4: right, all right no I'm just I just want the jackets. They They're still they cool still
1: stuff. scatter though. A couple of them like hang out in an alleyway like looking. <laughs> and then uh, you grab the jackets, and as soon as you start walking back to the car, like those two that were brave enough to stay in the alley, like kind of sneak out and st- keep rummaging through people's pockets.
4: Um, all right, where were we, mate? All right, and I put them back in the arm lock. <laughs>
1: oh God, I wasn't doing anything. Um, I know to- it's
4: just fun. <laughs> hey, if I don't kill you, I'll
2: show you how to do it. <laughs> I'm going to take us back to my safe house.
1: Okay. I think. Seems Great. like prudent course of action. Sure.
2: Uh, it takes you,
1: well 10, 15 minutes to get there.
4: <laughs> while we're on our way, who needs healing? Well, I got a little singe from that magic ball, but...
2: I took one stun damage. Sh- oh, no, one Nothing. physical, actually. Oh, yeah, the mana ball.
1: Yeah.
4: Nothing to be out to. And some
2: sleep. Lots uh, of sleep. Okay. Bumbles? I think, I think I'm fine. I can Great. probably, you know... Hospital in the back and all that.
1: But, yeah, so 10-minute uh, drive later, uh, this guy every once in a while asks you guys a question. Like, so what? You're working for Onyx? What? We're, uh,
4: <clears throat> we're asking the questions here.
1: Uh, well, then ask them, I suppose.
4: Yeah, <laughs> I don't got any.
1: What's, uh... I just
4: saw that on a tree once.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, do I have any way to talk to him while I'm...
1: You can speak through the speakers of the car.
2: All right. The radio pops on, and I'll come through it.
1: (laughs) Um, What's your beef with the dragons, then? Uh, Not so much a beef. I mean, they, they should pay their protection money. The violet dogs were coming up. You know, it's standard gang business. You know, we we offer protection from other gangs and then uh he gives us a cut of his profits.
3: Well, I mean, but they did it.
1: onyx wouldn't wouldn't uh wouldn't cooperate, so we had to show him uh show give him a show of strength. Well, he did well, Maybe sort if of. you were
4: better fighters, he <laughs> he would need the protection.
1: Yes, he sort of paid protection money. He just paid it to
4: us and not you. To professionals.
2: <laughs> Actually, I'm rather curious. You and your friends would well, what's um, left of him? To put it bluntly, real bad at shooting people.
1: <laughs> how did you kill his men? Oh, we caught him unaware. We, we, uh...
2: Oh, all right. So you, uh, made sure they couldn't shoot back first. Uh, that's
1: typically how it works. It kind of seems like I that was your I dislocated his arm. Yeah. Oh, God! Why? What ah. kind of coward bullshit is that?
4: Damn. someone unaware. You see all this shit? I killed each and every person on yeah, with a fair fight. And
1: you're showing them the notches on your gun?
4: Yeah. No, on my arm. On your arm. Oh, right.
1: So what, man? That's, maybe that works all fine and good for you. All. I'm assuming you got some wear in that beefy body of yours. I mean, not all of us can afford that kind of shit.
4: Yeah, I didn't afford it either. I went through a lot of hell for it. Ah,
1: God, my shoulder. And uh, one of the arms of the Valkyrie med kid is like, oh, let me help with that. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> oh. Of course, bubbles. <laughs> and the, uh, the Valkyrie mod closes back up, not helping there. Wait, no, one help. Oh, don't even like painkillers. What the fuck? Why don't you guys just frag and kill me?
4: How about I fix your arm first and I pop it back in? I
1: mean, kind of better, I guess. Now.
4: Well, it's just so I can do that again <laughs> if I need to. No,
1: great. Frag and great. What? Okay, what? But so don't thank me. So what? Onyx wants us to lay off? So it's just the six yeah. of, well, four of you then. Oh, shit, what did you do to the others?
4: You saw. Well, you killed one. I killed the other. No, the
1: other four. You're one of them dipshit. Well, the three then, including myself, goddammit. What did you guys do? (laughs) Um, they're all as dead as your other
2: friends. Roll con. (laughs) I'm gonna say, it's been a busy day. To
1: assist. (laughs) Yeah, go ahead.
0: Wait, did you guys do something before this?
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's uh, uh, You can no longer assist.
0: Damn it.
2: <laughs> That's four hits.
0: Mouse.
2: Shh. Oi, Mouse, what was that
4: trid you were telling me about?
0: I wasn't telling you about it, trid.
4: I could have sworn you would. <laughs> 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 What's your favorite, though? He I feel all... like we talked about this earlier. <laughs> I, don't,
0: I, really, I don't think I have one. I haven't really seen any.
1: Uh, he hears oh, this really?
0: going on, looks around,
1: and goes... So you guys hit us first. The other three are fine. You're, gonna, you're in it for a whirl of hurt. They're going to find out where I am. I um, dislocate
4: his arm again. Oh, God. oh, shit. Sorry. I didn't mean. actually mean to do that. Sorry. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> sorry. oh, my God. I'm so sorry. <laughs> where, where will they be? Where can we find
3: them?
1: They, they, we, we got a safe house uh, at the corner of such and such and so and so. You know those streets?
3: (laughs) Ah, yes. I, um, one of my favorite restaurants is on (laughs) so-and-so.
1: Great. Well, uh, they they hold out there. You can probably find the other guys there if they're not already coming to frag and murder, you slots. Probably not. Um,
2: I would like to send a message to Magnitude, discreetly, you know. My team knows. The fellow at gunpoint doesn't. Just ask him if he'd like a violet dog. Yeah. (laughs) All right. I head that way. (laughs) Ask him if he'd like four? Well, you know, we've got the one, and I don't know how many more we'll be getting intact.
4: Wait, hold on. So I can't fight him.
2: But there's more you can fight.
4: Yeah, but I want to fight him. Oh.
2: Well, I sort of of already told my friend he could have him. Have me? What friend? Where are you
1: guys taking me?
4: All right, I won't kill him, but at least let me... You can hit him I don't cups.
1: Care. Oh, all right, pull over. <laughs> so, so uh, you you drive like another like three four minutes. Oh. Uh, you get to like this uh uh this like abandoned lot um and uh, magnitude and a couple uh, other. Oh, wait, can I question him first? Sure, sure, yeah. Um, so what kind of
3: people are the rest of you? Are the, are the rest of your violet dogs? And okay, first. How did you get the name Violet Dogs?
1: Oh, well, it was supposed to be Violent Dogs, but then the person we paid to stitch on the back of our jackets, they, they missed the end and just made it Violet, and we just kind of rolled with it because we couldn't afford jackets at the time.
3: Oh, my God. I
4: owe an Onyx a drink. <laughs> that's, how I, that's how I bought my first gun. What was that, Boomer? Did you ever try a bake sale? <laughs> oh, is that how
0: you got your first gun,
4: Boomer? A bake sale? Oh, you'd be surprised. It, isn't, it wasn't even anything good. You just stayed outside the drug dens.
0: <laughs> What's a bake sale?
4: Oh my god. Mouse, before I get everyone's suits, <laughs> we're gonna bake some shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um. So you guys... Uh, oh, wait, but then I wanted to ask,
3: also ask her a real question. Oh, um. What sort of people are your friends? What? Well, uh, describe them, please. Uh, roll negotiation at a plus three. Um, and know that if you don't tell me, I have more painful
4: ways to figure it out. Yeah, and his name's Boomer.
3: This one actually is not.
4: What? <laughs> Mate, that's like, that's like my job on the team, Why right?
3: You don't see me flying drones around? Well, you she shot the mage. That was good. Don't, don't take this from me. <laughs> I'm, s- I'm sorry buddy I've done this model. whole uh, Three hits <laughs> You got three hits? He spits in your face Okay well That's
4: <laughs> certainly one thing you can do And I, and I unleash him from the hold And I pick him up by his throat And slam him against the wall
1: ah, You can and kill me I'm not selling out my friends Okay. Well, you made me then. kill one friend I'm not going to kill the other three Well you sort of already told us where they all are So Yeah and they're going to tear you guys up you don't know what you're you don't know what you're up against. Well then, I'd like to
3: see about that. Um and I cast uh I cast mind probe. I cast mind probe at a uh 6 using reagents to set the force.
2: Oh, okay. Okay.
3: And I'm happy to report that I'm able to use all 6 to painfully enter this young man's mind.
1: Yeah, uh so uh you do and he goes, ah, "No! and...
0: Finger waggling,
1: <laughs> big red or uh, oni finger on his <laughs> lips shuts him up. Um, <laughs> uh, so and you just, like look around. You there. just start pulling up. Uh, you can you can get more than just surface memories. You can get like stuff recently thought about, and uh, uh, you see three more uh, people, all like violet dogs. Um, one is a troll. Um, he's got a big ass, it's a picture of him doing big or uh, an image of him basically, uh, just mowing down a bunch of people with a heavy machine gun. Um, you see, uh, an elf who, uh, runs along a wall, leaps off of it and snaps someone's neck. Uh, and you see, uh, a human who, um, is tucked away, um, with a deck. Um, do I see, uh, I'm
3: just going to keep poking around. Anything about oh anything about what the inside of the hideout is like?
1: Yeah, you can kind of get a, a pretty pretty good layout of it. It's uh, uh, they're on the second floor of basically like a small apartment building, um, and they have it. Uh, uh, they have like some sensors set up. Um, they have the door rigged to explode if uh, opened up the wrong way. You have to like do a basically like a kill sequence to like mm-hmm. you know pull this nail out here and do this, and then like the door the bomb will disarm itself.
3: And I know and like remember what that is. Yeah.
1: Um, and yeah, you basically get all that. Cool.
3: And then last thing, I'm going to uh, see if he knows anything about the 66 guys. Uh,
1: you start. Pulling And and, you know Just like shifting Through all of his Memories and everything uh, You don't really See anything And then last uh, Relation
3: Last I'm gonna Look for His most embarrassing Memory
1: you're not really able to probably find his most embarrassing memory with this the amount sick. that he was resisting it because like you're starting to dig deeper into like yeah. further back memories and he's like kind of pushing back against you. It's like clouding over. What um, about the time he shot his friend to death? That's what you see. Actually, you see the moment you you see it from his perspective in the complete oh and I, shock and terror and like heartbreak as he watches himself shoot his friend in the face. Oh god!
3: And I, I back out immediately. Um, well, there's a tr- there's a troll. And an elf and a human decker. And there's a door rigged to explode in their hideout. I, I basically found the stuff we need to know. Let's move on. Um, we should get him away.
1: I don't want to see him anymore. <laughs> Boomer, Boomer, you're kind of holding this guy and you realize there's like no fight in him for a moment. And uh, you glance and you see he's looking out the window with tears in his eyes.
2: Well, all right, here's the spot. Um... <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you pull up and there's.
2: Uh... Uh, I guess uh, I, I come out of spot. And uh, I, I, it's a lot faster to get out of the yeah, yeah. cocoon than it is to get in. Yep. Um. So I come out. I greet Magnitude. Uh, you know. And hi yeah. there, Magnitude. You can have him. Uh, my friend here would like to hit him a few
1: times. Magnitude grins. and Goes. That, that's fine with us. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So there's three. There's three dwarves on motorcycles. Uh, Magnitudes in the front. And he's got a. Uh, uh, like viking style braided beard and a mohawk um Sick. and uh, the other two are kind of similar looking um and um uh, they're all just sitting there watching as a boomer pulls uh this guy out of- is
2: there a a red hot nukes like cool handshake
1: yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. do it, it. And you man. know it. Yeah. Uh, it, ends,
4: it ends in like in a like a nuclear explosion. Yeah, <laughs>
1: of course. You, you blow it up at the end. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. I come out the back with like my arm around his shoulder like, hey, hey, you must be pretty pissed about that, right? Now's your chance to get back
1: at me. What, uh, do, you th- what do you say? He he doesn't huh? say anything back, Some Some fisticuffs? But he looks, you kind of see a fire lighting in his eye.
4: Yeah. Oh, oh I see it. You want you want to hit me, don't you?
1: Fragging a, right? I do.
4: Yeah, there it is. Uh, and I'm gonna back up and get into a
1: fighting stance. So you let go of him, and uh, he kind of like sits there, and he, he shakes out like his, his shoulder, which is like you know still like hurting him a lot. Um, and then uh, could you roll? What, you, do you have any points in con? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, so roll your charisma minus one for me. None <laughs> on my single die. Uh, he kind of like raises his arm that you dislocated up uh, and then winces in pain and falls down like onto one knee like, ah, God, ah, give me a second, and then stands back up pulling out a, a light pistol that was concealed in his boot and shoots at you. Okay, uh, here's my dodge. I got three. So, okay. yeah. uh, Boomer, I need you to roll a damage soak for me. Okay. At a minus one. Can we be so, into initiative? No, this no. isn't, isn't going to last <laughs> <Trust> long. <me>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm basically letting him and Boomer get one action against each other, and then if anyone's left standing, <laughs> then maybe we'll roll initiative. But I'm guessing this is going to be over really quick. Nine. So uh, he pulls the trigger, and uh, you uh, you see it coming, and you actually uh, raise up your arm. And uh, the bullet seems to ricochet off of like the armor of your jacket um, and like kind of graze you, but you barely even feel it as it kind of like zips past your arm and over your shoulder. Uh, And then what do you do in retaliation? Wait, you say I had his arm? No, your arm. You raised your arm to block the shot and it worked.
4: (laughs) Well. Oh, my God. Oh, cheeky bugger. And I pull out my katana and cut that arm off.
1: Uh, yeah don't he has too many negative modifiers you do it <laughs> oh, okay uh, you don't have to roll for it uh, yeah you take off his arm he screams in pain falls down on uh, on his knees for real this time
4: and I kick him onto his back and put my foot on his chest
1: uh, uh, h- hold on there Boomer I sort of
2: I promised him to my friend here
4: oh I'm not finishing him off oh, this is right. just, like a, this just like a victory pose <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, he passes out from the pain of his arm being chopped off. Um, I, do you want to,
2: you know, just patch that, that, that large hole that blood is coming out of now in the back? Who are you saying that to? To, to Boomer. Oh. You know, if you could just carry him to the hospital in the trunk. <laughs>
4: uh, Boomer shrugs, eh, whatever. And, uh, drags him by his foot to the... <laughs>
2: How is Mouse
4: responding to all of this? Trying to have an honorable battle. Fragging Mouse bull-gun. is still
0: sitting on the gurney. Friggin'
4: bull dragon. yeah.
2: Uh, cool uh, I maybe. opened the back door and I I of offered people. him a
4: fair chance at a fist fight. And what does he do? <laughs> Fragging gun out of his boots. <laughs> Nobody have any honor anymore. Uh, uh, you op- set
1: him in the, the Valkyrie. Module. I opened the
2: back door and popped my head into Mouse and just um I kind of Fred- need to use the med bay. Uh,
1: okay. Thank you. And uh, he sets the guy uh, in the med bay. Do you bring his arm? <laughs> no. Okay. It patches up uh, the, the stump that was his arm, uh, stops the bleeding, and uh, uh, he starts to scream, and your med bay is smart enough to sedate him.
4: <laughs> uh, I put him on my shoulder and take him out and put him over the back of one of the bikes.
1: That was, that was hardcore, man.
4: Yeah, uh, I. The only reason I didn't kill him is because he promised him to you.
1: Yeah, I can respect that. Nay's Magnitude. He reaches out his hand. Boomer shakes your hand, right. and uh, uh, goes, "Well, Bumbles, we appreciate this. Uh, did you find out any more about them, or?"
2: Uh, no, not really. I mean, they're they're rather small. Looks. Like, I mean, we're gonna deal
1: with them for you. Yeah. But, uh, there's there's not a whole lot to them. it Seems. I mean. What 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 are they packing? What kind of material? What kind of hardware they got?
2: You you know, one thing of note you'll like this.
1: They've got a rather interesting bomb on the door to their safe house. A bomb? Ah. Uh, you guys are going there. You're gonna you're gonna clean them out, or uh, hell yeah, yes, that is the plot. You say there's only how many of them are there?
0: I send Three. a I send a message to Bumbles because I'm listening in, but I'm not saying anything. Uh, it's like. They could do it for us, question mark? You know,
2: we could certainly do this, but I think you have a real opportunity here, Magnitude, to show strength of the Red hot Nukes. And yeah. I'd be more than willing to tell you where their safe house is, as well as how to disarm that rather pesky bomb on their door. And uh, you, personally, the gang, largely, will look very good for uh dealing uh, with this whoa, whoa. rising menace in Redmond.
1: He he grins and is like, You read my mind, Bumbles. Wait, wait. Mate, what are you doing?
2: And I I uh I sort oh. of brain text back to Boomer. I'm, oh I'm getting the job done more efficiently. <laughs>
3: Um, I sort of lean out of the car and go, yes, there's a human, Decker, and an elf, um, <laughs> samurai, and then a big old troll. Uh, there's a bomb on the door, you disarm it, uh, you pull this nail, you knock three times here. You know, basic <laughs> stuff. Um, and yeah, that should mostly be it. All right. And you said the
1: corner of uh, so-and-so and... and such-and-such. Such-and-such. Yes. Yeah, okay, yeah, I Across know that. Across
3: from the 7-Eleven.
1: Right, okay, I know the building. <laughs> uh, yeah i think uh, I think I could round up some boys and uh and we could take care of them, take what they have on them, add it to our uh our arsenal. I'm really interested to check out this bomb
2: as am i um if you wouldn't mind, just let me know
1: how it works yeah i'll uh i'll send you I'll send you my evaluation let you know how how good these guys are All right, thank you all right well, this has been a uh, pretty good day, yeah. Got here's my comm number if you need help <laughs> <laughs> uh oh uh, yeah sure I, I think we'll have it hand or, handled but uh but hey well just in case you yeah. know or if you just or if you just sometime in the future another maybe. guy yeah just,
4: or or these guys too, <laughs> just want to go out for a drink you know see a
3: movie
1: he turns to the uh the guy next to him and is like all right wraith you take that uh that fragger there uh Back uh, to one of our safe houses. We'll uh, we'll show him what happens to those who uh, frag with the red hot nukes. Um, well, I'm going to go uh, round up a posse and uh, take these fraggers down. Thanks, Bumbles. No and problem. Team,
4: uh, uh, enjoy w- your posse. I will enjoy be, the fight.
2: I will be in touch soon. Magnitude, uh, a
1: possible job may uh, come through with some money, and I'll be needing to speak with you. All right, that sounds fine by me. Uh, he shakes your hand. Well, he does the cool, the cool red-hot nuke handshake with uh, bumbles and blows it up at the end um, and uh, nods to everyone else. Um, and uh, all three of them drive off, kind of splitting up. And uh, you guys get back in the car, and that's where we'll end today's session. All right. All right. Oh, and uh, you can add one loyalty to magnitude. All uh,
0: right. Yeah. All right. Ending the session. This podcast has been brought to you by ENPC Productions, all rights reserved. The Essential NPCs podcast is not affiliated with, endorsed, sponsored, or specifically approved by the Tops Company, Incorporated. Shadowrun is a trademark of the Tops Company, Incorporated, all rights reserved. Go to www.shadowruntabletop.com for more information.